Josh, is it is it recording? Well, you could have you could have said it was recording. Hiya, it's Sally here. <laughs> just a quick one, just a quick one. You can now rate Say Your Mind podcast on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. So if you can, do make sure that you do both. I know that some of you are just a little bit lazy. I can't say that. But why? Why? Why is it rate? Uh, anyway, <laughs> now for the urban intro music. <laughs> It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sippy here Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind Welcome to my world Here's some straws to flee Buckery far and wide Just makes us so damn tired Step into my heart Don't mention fucking voting. Welcome to my world. Now it's time to throw things. (laughs) Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is me, Kalechi. And a blood clot place to be. And you're listening to SYM. Officially known as Say Your Mind Unofficially known as What What That's right Suck your mum Let me tell you something Let me tell you something I recorded for 47 minutes I was about to do the ad break And then I realised That I didn't put my SD card In my roadcaster That wouldn't matter If I'd actually Set up my um, my computer Um and I was using the new software that I meant to be using that could grab video and grab audio of the podcast. But I thought that I knew better and only just realized so 47. So imagine my mouth is already 47 minutes into the ting. So, but you know what? Sometimes I get my best episodes from having to re-record. Who knows what I missed out the first time? Who knows um, what I was meant to have said? Or meant to have not said Because a baby girl was going in Okay <laughs> um, So yeah Probably ancestors were like Good She's forgotten let her, let her get her You know her shit out Let her get her shit off And then she'll start recording again um, But welcome to new listeners Who uh, would be arriving now I guess As a result of The billboards The digital billboards That will be um, all across the UK from today from you know as in monday 27th of june 2022 big up yourself kevin badman moroski who hooked it all up and you know he shows the importance of having friends who when you speak to them about certain things they're like don't worry don't worry i got you because i'm grateful do you get me like this podcast i remember when i was doing my winter solstice um i set intentions every winter solstice right and i write a letter to myself for the things or to spirit for the things that I would want or and I desire and I remember years ago um before starting this podcast it was the winter solstice and I wrote 
that oh I'd like to start a podcast and it'd be great if like 200 or 300 people end up listening and to be so far past that number so so far past that number it's something that hasn't really set in for me um because I'm still like bigger bigger um but you know that there is a reason that things happen at the, you know, um, at the pace and at the time that they happen, right? But you know, Kevin and I were having these conversations, and I was saying, you know, I'm really grateful to know that so many people choose to listen to me, you know, every week or as regularly as they can, right? I'm always surprised by the people who are in like the, you know, most kind of you know, you know, like really esteemed positions that you wouldn't think that they want to hear me telling people to suck their mum every week but I mean who wouldn't really but you know like you wouldn't think that that's what's happening and then I meet these people or it gets back to me that oh this person listens and I what um but it still feels like some kind of weird secret where people are like oh I can't really say because you know she be swearing you know like and I don't want that because I feel like it's important for the things that I say to make it into more of a mainstream consciousness like too many people are too shook of um, truths that we do need to know in order to arm ourselves against governments that take us for idiot constantly like we need to have this information and I'm not saying that I'm the most knowledgeable far from it but I feel like I've gathered enough things to at least signpost where we need to go next in order to like figure out what we do with all this fuckery so when I was speaking to Kevin about that he was like don't worry um I'll see what I can do because he's an you know, a creative genius, like with so, so many years, um, experience and, and really dominance really in the advertising industry. So somebody like that is of a great help to me. He was like, I'll, you know, I'll sort it. So he, he and, um, uh, Tom Dunn, who's his creative partner, they started, you know, they went to work and, um, Kevin was able to put things together through POC, which is an organization that he started with Nana. They were able to put this um, stuff together, uh, this campaign together. They pitched it to me in terms of like the deck, and it was just all so lovely, like how it was done. And he's like, How do you want to go out? Like, how do you want this to be out there in the UK? And I said, Well, tarot all day, every day, baby. Um, and so we had this, that was our concept for the shoot. Who do you want as the photographer? Linda Blacker, definitely Linda Blacker. Like I'm a fairy tale sort of like girly. Like I'm I'm a real softie for those like, who take the time to kind of like know me. And so I love the way that Linda Blacker like does her shoots. And she did my maternity shoots at my like my pregnancy announcement shoot. And she did my um my well, we did a collaboration together, the Muses, a little while ago, where I was wearing the Lingari lingerie. Um so we, you know, we did that. And it was just a whole vibe, you know, it was amazing. So I wanted Linda Blackar for many reasons, creatively, but also like, I like working with Linda. I don't really hang around with like too many white people, really. I don't. But you've got a white partner. Yeah. Okay. Now you've made your point. Do you know now, do you know I want to lie on the floor and die? Keep up. Um, so I try to pr- protect my space as much as I can. So anyway, um, I wanted to work with Linda because she's one white woman that I feel like genuinely, genuinely listens. Like she listens. Um, I say that because 
I don't think a lot of white people do listen. They say, oh, I'm listening and learning, but somehow the conversation then becomes about them and their experiences. And then, and then they're not listening. They're just talking. Um, I remember when we did the muses shoot a while ago before this shoot, we did the muses shoot and um, the concept was about like, the uh, black women being reimagined in the Renaissance, kind of like in the kind of like Renaissance type uh, genre, um, or in that style, and um, so th- these black women, including myself, were in- included or invited to be part of the shoot. And I remember we were talking about our experiences, and Linda was setting up, you know, the set for how she wanted to shoot us and stuff. Um, and I could just see her watching and listening. She didn't feel the need to interject and be like, well, here's my white woman opinion that nobody fucking asked for. She was genuinely listening. And I just found that so fascinating because I started replaying in my mind. What are the other times that I've encountered white people who swear that, they, that they're listening? And then by the time you said, hey, they've already started. Shush. So, you know, I greatly, greatly appreciated um, seeing that. I don't think she knew that I was looking at her, but I was taking that in like, rah, that doesn't happen often enough. Um, So yeah, so it's just an incredible team that I got to work with to get these billboards out there, to get, you know, these digital billboards out there. So you're likely to see it in the places that I mentioned last week, like the malls, like different, it won't be in Westfield because I think those billboards are like global or something, but it'll just be around. So if you can get to them, I think they're up for like, um, the billboards like on the dual carriageways and things like that and they're massive they're up for like four weeks I believe I could be wrong and then the malls are like two weeks so you'll see them in random pubs places uh, bars just everywhere so wherever you see my face you better snap baby and tag 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 me and the and um the link to the live show uh which is doing really really well and um Shia asked me before if I'm nervous and I was like no I'm not nervous like I'm in front of people all the time but then letting it sink in that there'll be more people, way more people than Bloomsbury who are there to see me. I need to do everybody proud. Um, so yeah, but you know, it's a big deal and it's, it's amazing that life shows that you get the things that you want. If you ask people who you trust or who, you, even if you're not asking him, cause I didn't ask Kevin, I was just talking. I was just talking generally. And he was like, don't worry, I got you. And you know, now we have this whole thing and, um, yeah, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. And big up my patrons. So this is why it pays to be a patron, um, on Patreon. I chose two patrons, um, to be in the shots with me because who else to be in the shots with me than the people who, um, subscribe to me monthly. That is literally because of their support that I'm able to like do things like book a venue for the live show and, things like that, or, you know, just, or buy merch or, you know, purchase merch to get out. Like it just means creatively, I have a lot more space. So I know that there'll be new listeners. Do not fuck with my ratings, new listeners, like whatever you're hearing that you're not used to, you're going to have to get used to it because there's OG baby boys, baby girls, baby non-binaries that have been listening from the get and they know what time it is. So just, you know, sit back. You're probably not going to relax, but just take it in your stride and work with me. All right. Um, and we've seen what I can do to get me like my most recent video about the Roe v. Wade thing. We see that even though I was shadow banned or I am shadow banned on Instagram, 
basically I got to bust case because so many people were sharing the video that was on my grid that even if my stories weren't saying what they need to say in terms of numbers, my message still got out there. And I feel like that's what's necessary. Like the TV stations um, in this country aren't necessarily going to run to have people like myself clarify things that they're happy for the public to be ignorant of. They're not going to do that. So it has to be a concerted effort um, effort on all of our parts. And so I appreciate Kevin incredibly um, for sorting that out. Um, True Virgo King. Imagine I worked with all Virgos for that. Well, you know, in the core team, all Virgos, Kevin, Tom, Linda, but that lights, lights up my fifth house of creativity. Um, and you know bringing something in the world birthing something or something that I've been created they shine their light on it they shine their sun on it so it can be seen by everybody and I needed that this time you know because you know I remember like a few weeks ago or for a few weeks I was just like I don't I'm over this I don't really want to be doing like I don't really want to be showing up to make the podcast I still love the podcast but you know when you're just not in the mood for many many things I feel like the planets have been really like fucking me in the ass without lube like it's not the fucking in the ass it's the without lube that's the issue like just like my god jesus of peckham and east dulwich like sometimes i'm just like mate i feel like my whole life has been this whole thing of like being whipped into shape and i don't know what the fuck for like what am i being whipped in? and but then again now i'm seeing how the world is playing out and you lot tagging me and things like well collect you called it you called it on the podcast you called it and I'm getting it. I'm getting it that so things are, are about to get wild. And, you know, I'm, I guess, you know, I'm getting ready for being able to talk up the things then, but it's still, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know? And so I had, um, an, uh, astrological update reading from Yakari Gabrielle, um, the other day. And I spent the next couple of days after that, just crying really, because it really does help to have some kind of, structure or some kind of insight to the energies that are taking place like I don't necessarily believe that basically how do I put this you shouldn't live your life I don't you shouldn't live your life by you know like there's some people that anything that they that they start to understand as a belief system or like um as another kind of way that the world works or another language they turn it into dogma I'm not them kind of people like I enjoy garnering information and knowledge from everywhere so I don't want I wouldn't want to think that oh this is ruling my life but it just gives an explanation to or a framework for what I'm experiencing because Mars um no transiting transiting Pluto is currently conjunct my Mars in my um and when I tell you, whoo, that might mean nothing to a lot of you, but Mars is action, isn't it? It's drive. And Pluto is, you know, can be oppressive. And it's like a way that power is used and it's used in a very kind of oh, really restrictive way um, because Pluto or Saturn can do that, right? But it's just felt like, ah, oh, why is why are these things not moving? All the, like, I've got so much that I want to do that I want to give to the world. Let me go. And it's like, no, you can't go yet. You have to learn. If you, the, There are so many arts to learn in life. And one of the greatest art or types of things that we can learn in this life is surrender. And I don't know, I think because of the way that I perceive surrender, I feel like it's a weakness um, as opposed to understanding that there is a strength in having faith that everything will be okay. And I have enough that in within me that should things um, be too, truly tough. Like I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll be all right. 
Um, and Pluto does that. It brings all of your fears to the surface. Like, oh, baby, you scared of being alone? Well, how about this? Try this out for size. Or you scared of not having this? Or you scared of like lack? You're scared of like not having financial security? You're scared of not having a home? Ha, ha, ha. How about this? But everything is done so you can see that all these things are are just fears, right? Not that we don't have systemic and institutional oppression that's taking place all of the time. Of course we do. But it's about like, you're fearful of them, but you, in collaboration with other people, have so much more power to do something about it. So I'm learning that. I'm learning that. But, you know, even noticing how those conjunctions and everything that's happening is giving, hitting um, my mercury wildly so the things i'm saying aren't really getting the getting to the places that they need to get to but mercury is slightly you know it's been eased off now so it can kind of do its thing there's just so much that's been happening basically i'm explaining it to you in woo woo terms but i'm just saying that having the reading from yakari gabrielle so you can find her on starry vision is she calling herself starry vision now um so she's got starry agency s-t-a-r-i agency on instagram so look her up um and I would suggest like getting a reading if you can. I got an update re- um, update um, of reading because I'd already had a reading and I, you know, tend to have astrological readings and that. And I have a pretty sound understanding of ast- um, astrology now, but really getting somebody who's better versed at that thing and who speaks in such a beautifully poetic way and is very empathetic and kind to read for you. It's a, it's a whole nother level whole nother level but I I definitely needed that it was like yeah it's gonna get good baby it's gonna get great but you're gonna have to surrender and just let things flow you can't force things to be how you want them to be um so yeah so that is that really I thought that I'd share that with you um let me see so now I've just got to go back on all the things that I had uh, kind of covered. All right, let's start with the tarot question. Dear Kelechi, I hope this letter finds you happy, healthy and safe. Before I get into my question, I just want you to know that your podcast has helped me get through so many difficult times. Your strength and wisdom have guided me and given me hope when I didn't think I had any left. I would like to submit a question for the tarot reading. I feel like I constantly live in a state of fear and anxiety. A big one for me is a fear of being left behind. Most of the people in my life are in serious relationships and I just can't seem to get it right. I have so much love to give, but things never seem to work the way I want them to in the end. What am I doing wrong? How do I navigate this? Thank you so much for all that you do. You are magical and must be protected at all costs. P.S. Please don't include my name which you don't anyway, but fear. (laughs) Lots of love. Hey, 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 thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, So you've got the two of swords, you've got the six of wands, you've got the daughter of wands, you've got the ace of wands, and you've got the nine of pentacles in reverse. Very interesting a set of cards so I'll try and um take you through them because I've already taken you through it before in the yeah 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 the episode that I didn't record um so we've got the two of swords I'm using the afro goddess tarot arcana's deck um so yeah it's by Andrea what's her name Andrea Fertis Fertic Fertic Andrea Fertic so two of swords we've got somebody a black woman with big blue hair it might be the moonlight that's making it blue there's a crescent moon behind her head and she's got two swords across her chest and she's blindfolded um we've got the six of wands a black woman with an afro again um orange dress sitting um standing on a cloud um her back to the sun and there and she's holding a wand and there are five wands um, 
coming towards her. And then we've got the daughter of one. She's holding one wand with red kind of um, feather on it. And it's got carnelian attached to the top of it. And she's walking in the direction of the sun with her red cape or her red dress. We've got the ace of wands. A hand is coming out of the cloud holding one wand and there's a tree in the background. It's like an orange background as well. And then we've got the nine of pentacles in reverse, a baby girl with long, long um, hair with gold clips all in it, holding one pentacle. Um, no, so that's the goddess of pentacles in reverse, um, holding one pentacle and that's upside down and she's surrounded by roses, almost like a secret garden. I can see a, a rabbit, a white rabbit in the background and a tree, kind of a similar tree to the one that's in the Ace of Wands. So what I get from this is that you, um, you know, like when people pay, play pin the tail on the don- uh, donkey and they're blindfolded and they're spun around and then they've got to get their bearings to go and pin the tail on the donkey. I don't, is that animal cruelty? Anyway, um, so that's what's happened here. I say that because you mentioned being uh, the fear of being left behind, but life is not linear. So for you to be behind, we would have to be going almost like in a straight line, right? Or, you know, for you to be left, there, there would have to be a forward, there would have to be a backwards for you to be left behind. However, remember, I don't know if you watched The Good Place, but when they talked about, is it Jeremy, where life is not linear as it is um, especially not time as it is more like of a squiggly wiggly um you know it's 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 that life is very squiggly wiggly if you think about the shape up of maybe like a tory mp you know like it's very bang, bang, bang. it's very higgy it's very haggard like life is beautifully higgy you know though not unlike tory mps but that's what you need to remember that society, white supremacist heteropatriarchy has spun you around, spun us all around in such a way that we're now trying to pin the tail on the proverbial donkey. Um, don't come for me, Peter. Um, and we're like, oh, I, I can't get my bearings. I don't know. So you're thinking that you're behind because you think that there is, you think that there is a behind you know, because you're thinking that all of this works in a linear fashion. Whereas like, no, wherever the direction that you're facing is your direction. You could either go that way or choose another way. The secret is whichever way you choose, you're still going to get to your destination. That is, that is really the thing. That is really the vibe that we need to keep in mind that one way or another, we might get really bust bust on one path in the way that we won't get bus bust if we take another path but regardless we're going to get to where we're going but we want to get there intact we want to get there you know in one piece right because then you've got the six of wands here that the thing you fear is simply because you haven't turned yourself towards your own light so you're seeing shadows and you're like oh my god this is so scary but you're the one standing it's you that's between the light and the shadow it's you. You are the one that's between the light and the shadow. So you, there's nothing to be scared of. And of course, it can be really unnerving. And what I'm gathering as a pattern for some of the listeners of the podcast is that there is this deep fear of being alone. And I get it. I I get it. Trust me, I get it. I'm not, I can't say when that will be alleviated from us. All, we, all I can say is that we need to take the power away from that fear because you, when we fuel it and it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, then it's harder to kind of dead it. 
So Six of Wands is talking about that. Talking about remembering that you are divinely guided. You are divinely blessed. You are a divine being. Like you can't forget your own God self. Like you've got this, but you've got to, you've got to turn towards your own light. What are your quirks? Like, because that's also part of being spun around. Like we don't take our quirks. We don't take our uniqueness as seriously. We don't honor our uniqueness as much as we should. We are so kind of like, oh, well, because I'm not like that next person, because look at that, you know, they followed their path to do this, this, this. Let me tell you something. Yeah. When I blow and I've blown, I've blown in the name of the most high. But when my blow, when, when the blood that I've blown is seen by all in this physical realm, not just in the spiritual realm, I be when the blood that I blow, I've make it through and I've make it through to the eyes of the humans and, and I've make it through to the eyes of Boris and, and everybody, everybody, my friends, my enemies, the, the confused in the middle, everybody, when I have blown and everybody can see that I've blown me, I'm not giving anybody any fucking advice. Let me tell you that. Why? This is a radical approach. I will say things, but I will not say, and then I did dirt, 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 dirt. I think I'm going to move away from doing that because what happens is that I think that it really kind of confuses people and they're like, oh, well, if I haven't done it that way, then what's going to happen? Or is it because I haven't done it that way? No, no. Because like I said, regardless of the path that you take, as long as you know what it is in your heart of hearts that you're going for, you're going to get to your destination. You're going to, but you, we have to trust ourselves more. Because in sitting with trusting ourselves, in in surrendering to ourselves and surrendering to our journey, we have more space to understand what is going on. I can't tell you if I've even been present for half of this shit because I'm just like, oh, I want to get to the good part. When does the good part start? And then you're missing out in the minutia. You're missing out on, on the in the beauty of the mundane because you so desperately want to get to where you think you need to get to. And so you don't even get there whole. Then what's the point? And so you're being asked to turn towards the sun. Like, what's your quirk? What is it? What is unique about you? Lean into that because the kind of person you want, you want them to be able to celebrate your quirks with you, celebrate your uniqueness with you because they're going to probably be quirky in the same way. But while you are suppressing that side of you, while you're trying to be quote unquote normal, you're only going to attract quote unquote normal people and they're not for you. Seek your equal. I heard that so many times I heard that like twice no more than twice in the last couple of weeks Yakari said it to me during our reading um somebody like a couple of other people said it to me they're like seek your equal in everything that you're doing in life seek your equal and that wasn't to say like oh I'm a boss ass bitch bitch no apart from that it was more like who vibrates at your feet like your frequency you don't have to water yourself down. You don't have to be who you are not in order to be accepted in certain spaces. Because if you're in those spaces or if you're in those relationships, if you're in those careers and you're not vibrating the way that them men are vibrating, then you're not going to be comfortable. So seek your equals, my Gs. Go and seek your equals. People who are equally yoked to you, go and find them. Ace of Wands is the next card after the Daughter of Wands. She's facing towards the sun and she's walking and then the ace of wands is out. And then I'm looking at the sun 
uh, the way that the sun's been or the sky's been done in this and it looks like sunset it feels like sunset for this particular reading feels like sunset to me that's not to say that oh you're gonna have to wait to the sunset of your life for somebody's come along but it does it is alluding to the fact that it's going to take time and and that should be okay we see the uh, goddess of pentacles in reverse because that's you all of this is you we see the goddess of pentacles in reverse because the best love story that all of us are going to have in this life isn't necessarily based on the people we attach ourselves to or you know the person or the people that we attach ourselves to the greatest love story that we're going to have in this life is ourselves and i'm not saying that to be like just love yourself and everything will work out because of course we know that that's shit like sometimes you just want other people to rub on your body to rub on your body and to go and you know eat with and share a wing with why do i keep saying chick giving chicken as an example anyway like you want that you want that companionship and that's okay but it's also saying that baby don't miss out on this love story too like there are so many resources that you have within yourself that you haven't even discovered yet because you're like no no but i want to get to the good part i want to get you are the good part you are the fucking good part like take some time in that Take some time in relishing your quirkiness and relishing what makes you unique. Because then when you're approaching these dating situations, my G, you're coming with chest. You need to approach these dating dating situations with chest. And sometimes no matter how confident people sound or appear or whatever, when they're in these dynamics, they cower. They start to, uh, they start to second guess themselves. They start to, oh, maybe I'm not that. Maybe what I like isn't cool. And all of that stuff, like you need to be reinforced in such a way that when you enter into these interactions, you understand that what you've got is, you know, is is what the what the girlies should be getting. Yeah, that that's it. What you're bringing to the table at that stupid proverbial table is the only thing that ever needed to be on there. Okay. But until we get there, it's going to feel very tough. You're not left behind. You're not. This is bury me. This is squiggly wiggly. Yeah. Not scraggly baggly like fucking Boris Johnson and that stupid haircut or lack thereof that he parades around up and down. No. And also I encourage you like in this space, don't want for what, it sounds really odd, but don't want for what other people have because all it then leaves you with is this kind of idea of lacking keep keep speaking it to life that the thing that is uniquely yours should find you and should find you um at a time when you are wholly able to step into its glory and 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 really really appreciate it keep that in your mind because the more that you say that you'll understand that if it's not here yet it's because it's coming if it's not here yet it's because it's coming that you remind yourself in that way but surrender is necessary as I'm learning from this Pluto Mars, uh, you know, transit or whatever. Surrender is necessary because what is for you can only be for you. Because while there, there's any element of like coveting what others might have in any regard, it shows. Sometimes you don't think it shows, but it shows, right? So I was going to give an example, but I won't. Sometimes, well, no, I will. I've got to, I've got to speak my truth. So, you know, um, sometimes there's this narrative that other black women have of black women who are with non-black people, dating non-black people, or specifically black women who are with white 
men, right? And usually it falls out of their mouth something like, oh, well, oh, because black men didn't want you, then you went all the way over there. And it's like, where did you miss out autonomy in that? Where did you miss out autonomy? Where did you miss the fact that no matter how problematic you specifically might find it, black men might want these black women and they still said, I'm going to go and see what that's saying over there. That's an uncomfortable conversation for some people to have, but I feel like it's necessary. Like maybe it's my ego or something, but I feel like people, people, people need to know, like it's not because you've built certain black men, the black men that clearly don't want you because you're, you're, you're perpetually single, right? You've built black men up in your head in such a way that if a black woman is not with a black man, then that's because the black man did not want her. But where is the autonomy of the black woman where she might just, for whatever reason that we can dissect and we can interrogate, does not want him? Where is that? I'm just speaking broadly here because me, I'm set good. Like, I'm I'm all right. Like, I... I look at my diary, my previous diary entries, and I'm just like, wow, I've been about. Like, and I'm not even going to quantify that. Like, oh, I've been about in the best way. I've been about people, people, different, everywhere, everywhere. No, not that guy. God, of all the people that should sing, not him. Um, No, I've been about. And so I've never, I can't say that in my adult life, like, if I want someone, I'm not gonna get someone. Managale, yes, managales. No, sorry. Um, but no, what I mean by that is, like, honestly, people can choose things and choose people, and it might not be from a place of lack, and maybe. If you are operating from a place of lack and maybe that's a, maybe that's a youth, maybe that's a you thing. You know, I just, oh, I just think about it sometimes. And I just, I, I hear that rhetoric thrown about quite a bit. And I would rather someone be like, oh, you stupid bitch, you bed wench that went to go and get with a white man. How dare you of all your choices, you chose that. I think I would rather that than, oh, because black men didn't want you. This is what, but because you've got to make up your mind. If black men didn't want me, allegedly, or didn't want these black women and they've gone wherever they've gone to, surely the black men should be relieved because the, 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 you know, the, the carry lasts have been moved elsewhere. But the fixation tells us that that's not actually true because you're fixated on the fact that they've, that they've gone quote unquote elsewhere and you keep talking about it. So I just experienced that recently. I heard it in passing in something. And I just thought, uh, uh, I don't know. I would suggest that while you are still begging for a man, that you stay firmly in your lane. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just needed to get that off. That's by the by with this reading. But I, I, I was just saying that to be like, find, do not let, that idea of like being left behind poison your soul don't let it poison your heart so that you when you interact with people who might be in different situations or be in situations that you want to be in 
um, that you are being overly critical of them because all that's telling us is that you're overly critical of yourself and you're projecting. So take time, take time. Don't fear. There's nothing to fear. It sounds very, very cliche, but there's nothing to fear but fear itself. Fear is what you should fear that, that, that it can, that it can, um, enclose you and entrap you in such a way that you cannot see where the sun is. Like you cannot see the direction to walk in and the direction that's calling to you. Like walk in that direction, the one that feels warm on your face, that feels warm on your heart, that feels warm on your palm. Walk in that direction, please do that. So that's that for the tarot reading. Anyway, let's get to, um, share your magnificence and thank you for sending your letters in if you want to send your tarot questions in send it to sym that's suck your no sorry sym um sierra yankee mike at kalechi okafor.com send it to there and i will hopefully get to it at some point um let's see so share your magnificence who did i choose first here we go Chesht Kelechi, I hope you are well and blessed and well rested. I wanted to, I want to send you my love and my gratitude today and always. I think about you daily and I pray only good things fall upon you and your family. I wanted to write this email for so long I never got round to it, but there's something about today's rain that has prompted me to sit down, listen, and type. I have a share your magnificence that's important and timely and actually starts with straw throwing. Exactly two years ago, we lost a dear friend. Her death was sudden untimely and came as a result of a gross negligence of her care in the hospital. Negligence that was rooted in racism and happens to too many black women. The rain falls down today as heavy as it did the morning that we found out about her passing. I say we because Stacey was an important part of so many lives and she enriched more people than she could have ever imagined. Stacey moved to the UK from the States, got married, wrote children's books, grew vegetables in her garden, fought for social justice, obsessed over Christmas and Halloween, practiced magic and created the most fantastic candles under the name of Essex Witch. Everything about Stacey was of spirit. It was an honor to know her. It was a privilege to be known and cared for by her. She was a ride or die for her family, friends and acquaintances. She was of light and of dark, the truest soul and essence of self. Her life was an inspiration, truly, and the loss is unimaginable, and I miss her. Her laughter, voice notes, dance videos, ideas, swears, inspirations, history lessons, magical tips daily. We all do. May her memory be cherished forever. May all that knew her honour her with every step and thought and prayer. May all that grief, uh, may, may all that grief for her receive peace and comfort. Here's to life and justice and honouring our ancestors. Stacey forever. With love always. Thank you for that. Big up yourself, Stacey. Big up yourself. You're with the ancestors now doing your thing. Guan my G. I hope the candles are popping in that realm as well. I mean, do you lot need candles there? Maybe you do. Well, we've got candles here for all you. Um, but two slaps on your chest, Stacey, for doing what you've, you know, and gifting so many people your light. Um, it's going to be fuck the government forever for bringing the NHS to its knees in the way that they have, which means that the racism is therefore exacerbated. Misogynoir is therefore amplified. And we are dying at disproportionate rates because of the gross negligence um, of the healthcare system. And I'm sorry that that is how this happened. And I'm, um, I'm sending you all 
of the love and big up yourself, baby girl, for sending this letter through as well. I appreciate it. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's see my next letter. I thought I'd do two today if I've managed to like save it. Uh, Probably not because, oh, here it is. Dear Kelechi, how are you doing? I wanted to send over a quick share your magnificence for all the brilliance that is around me. I'm currently listening to a live that you had on for that you had on for the For Harriet YouTube channel titled You Won't Erase Me. I'm grateful for all of your work and contributions in this world because when I feel low, I can just do a search of your name into Google and be uplifted by your words of wisdom, reminding me that you have to take into account the big picture in this life. You are my first nomination this week because you are the best and should be consistently reminded. If you ever want to be further reminded, me and my friend Rianne spoke about how much we loved you for 15 to 20 minutes on my podcast, DM Talks, episode number 38, called The Hierophant, starting around 10 minutes in. I hope I can do the same for you as you do for so many. My second nomination is Rianne, but also goes by the, by at Re the Oracle, that's R-E-E, the Oracle on Instagram. I met her through Leona Nicole Black's community, House of Black, and I'm so grateful because since then we bonded and evolved so much in this short time. She's hilarious, compassionate, and true godsend. She's so spiritually gifted and a true oracle. It is amazing to see her be in her power, helping others walk through the shadows into the light. She created music divinations where she provides tarot readings for the collective and pairs said message with a song and has received so much love and celebration for the succinct reads she provides. She also worked at Black Girls Picnic this weekend and I'm just so proud of her because she worked so hard and I'm so excited to see all the blessings come her way. She truly deserves it. I would love to use this moment to send attention her way because she's going up and up in the world and I don't think your listeners want to miss it. Thank you for reading this message. I send love to you and your family. This life is tough, but you remind us that uh, we are all made of God stuff so we can get through anything. Congratulations on your recent article. It was a beautiful read. Love a baby girl from a baby girl. Thank you, Sarah, babe. Oh, 1709 is the tam- timestamp to be exact. Thank you very much. Thank you. Two slaps on your chest for sending that in and two slaps on your chest, Rianne. Read the Oracle. Keep doing bits. I love when music is paired with like readings and stuff because those messages be hitting. Woo! You know, if I really, really care about you, if I'm sending you songs that remind me of you because songs, music, that's my language. If I send a song, then that that would usually say all the things that I need to say. Um, so I love that. I love that, that that's paired with uh, the reading. I think that's that for Show Your Magnificence. So I'll big up the first of this week's show sponsors who are Dipsy. I am a firm believer in variety. You know me, like I just... I like one thing one moment and I'm like, oh, I'm really into this. Remember when I was just like listening to podcasts on my runs and then I was just like, mm, not listening to podcasts on my runs for a bit. And now I've switched back to music, but you know me, I'll probably go back or I'll start listening to them random like meditation type music. Like, oh, 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 oh. like I could do anything at any time. I say that because you're allowed to switch things up when you feel like it. That is part of life. Like you can do whatever you want. Yesterday, you might have been jamming to country music. I love country music. Uh, but today, you're deep into a throwback-like playlist. You might be like, Roth, 
riders. Like you could do whatever you want. You go to a, you know, you might be like, oh, today I want a dessert. And then another day you're like, no, actually I don't. Like whatever you feel like, you can do it, right? That's the same with Dipsy. You can always choose what feels good in the moment. Um, Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. And you know they get it right because truly, I was listening to one the other day because I, <laughs> this is not a sex podcast, but I just feel like I need to say some things because um, I, I enjoy various things. But um, I really like the stories that they have for having sex in public. Like that's just a mood. I'm sorry. I just, the, the deviant in me, mate, let's get, and that's also one of my favorite songs as well. Let's get it on in public. Uh, just let it go. I promise that you'll love it. Ooh. Oh, daddy, don't you want to be my son? Ooh. Tune tune and there's a reason that that is always on my pole dance playlist but um yeah dipsy bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters no matter who you're into or what turns you on and that's what I really like about it as well like you're not limited to like heteronormative stories on dipsy like whatever you're feeling at that moment you listen to it and I didn't well I know like my mercury is in scorpio in my eighth house um and and then I've got an aspect with like Mercury in the eighth house I think with like Mars I could be wrong but definitely something something a guande and I think I've got Neptune aspect as well basically I really like hearing things and I didn't realize that before I would more go for visual things but then it makes sense because yeah well anyway so it's great when you have things to listen to and it can meet like your variety of interests. So you can find stories about your, you know, an intriguing co-worker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. I listened to one of those actually that, that was, that was a mood. And the thing is when you're on the app as well, you can like basically slide the slider thing to where it gets hot and steamy. So you don't necessarily have to listen to like all the build up or the preamble, but it, they, they, the stories are hitting, the stories are hitting. Um, so yeah, find stories about an incre- intriguing co-worker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. They even have stories designed specifically for your Zodiac sign. Woo! These are the signs of love making. I am a Zodiac. Ooh! Yeah. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories, wellness sessions, and now they also offer written stories. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies or heat things up with a partner. Uh, For listeners or partners, (laughs) for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash straws. So that's D-I-P-S-E-A. So dip into your C. Come on down. Oh, where the water tastes sweet. Hey, dive into my ocean. <laughs> Bring it. Such a banger. I know so many sexy songs. That's my that's my mood. And now I know sexy stories through Dipsy. So um 
That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash straws. Dipsystories.com slash straws. Go and get yourself involved. And I always say like one of my three main things I try to practice in this life is meditation, masturbation, and um, what's my last one? Music? Yeah, it might be. I think it's music. Like those are the things that that like I feel like they calm me. Like I I really think that sexual wellness is something that we should take way more seriously. Um, and you know there are a wealth of amazing podcasts out there that talk about all of these things. But you know when it comes to this, like this is my mood, and I feel like I wouldn't be able to make this sort of podcast if I didn't have like if I didn't really invest in my sexual energy because that's actually where I operate from as somebody that has so many. Scorpio placements I operate from a sexual place um and Mars doing what Mars does to me like I yeah I operate from a very sexual very sensual place from a very erotic place and so we need to you know really lean into the power of the erotic but I feel like I've said enough I've, I've talked Jerry anyway let's get into the madness of So You Mad where I cover all the bits regarding like the current affairs the pop culture things like random things that I've seen that are of interest to me to me and some of them might be straw worthy but I don't think that they should go into straw of the week maybe because I've already given them a straw before so everything kind of just gets thrown into uh so you mad this week on so you mad I saw that Boris Johnson had to have a little nose job you know just a little a little nose job wonder why they said that he had sinus problems um which is very interesting to me (laughs) always coca-cola that's all I'm saying. Boris Johnson had a minor routine operation related to his sinuses under general anesthetic at a London hospital. General anesthetic, that means he was asleep. Well, he's been asleep. Um, number 10 has said the Prime Minister had the operation at 6 a.m. on Monday and was back in Downing Street at 10. Okay. That you know when they specify time like that, that means they're lying. The Prime Minister had the operation at 6am and was back in Downing Street by 10. Well, the ho- the hospital would have been close to Downing Street anyway, I imagine. So, yeah, but you could do nose jobs very quickly. A Downing Street spokesperson said Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Raab would make any urgent decisions in his place. His nose is interesting as well. <laughs> anyway, he and he said Mr. Johnson was feeling well. And was due to take meetings on Monday afternoon It is understood Mr. Raab uh, remains on hand to assist with any major decisions But Mr. Johnson is expected to chair a meeting of his senior ministers on Tuesday morning And travel to a gathering of Commonwealth leaders later this week Um, When questioned, questioned on how long the Prime Minister had experienced problems with his sinuses his spokesperson said he wouldn't comment on Mr. Johnson's medical history. That's interesting, isn't it? Why don't you want to comment? Why don't you want to comment on the medical history? Tell us. Why don't you want to comment? Why don't you want to comment? Tell us. Why did he need an emergency nose job? Why? Next thing, he's going to need an emergency BBL. Why did he need? Why did Boris Alexander Feffo or Fefrafra Johnson need a nose job because that's what he, he had a rhinoplasty. Why? Was that co- coking? Tell us the truth. Always Coca Cola. Tell us the truth. What happened? 
You can't comment on his medical history. We'll ask how many children he has. You can't comment on his medical history. Every day, you can't comment on this man's medical history, but he's affecting the medical history and the medical present and the medical future of the rest of us, but you can't comment on his medical history. If you don't open that man's medical records immediately, immediately, he will not be the only one that needs a rhinoplasty, okay? Anyway, it says here, Asked if the prime minister had skipped waiting lists to get this um, get his operation, the spokesperson the spokesman said he was not getting into that. Oh, so he did. So something was really wrong. That nose was hanging off. Whoa, them lockdown parties did a number on Boris. Okay, <laughs> oh, they need to send those dogs back into the houses of parliament because cocaine is everywhere. Um, the operation which was carried out on the NHS Oh, interesting It carried out on the NHS Why didn't he pay for, for, for private? Why didn't he get his Russian oligarchs That got him his um, wallpaper To pay for him to do a private thing? He could have easily gone to Harley Street Or then man there And sorted himself out He could have taken a quick trip to Turkey If he needed to He could have done many things But he's now doing it on the NHS's dime On the NHS's time The same NHS that he's trying to ruin Wow, the F on tree, the goal, the audacity. Um, the operation which was carried out in the NA- on the NHS had been scheduled for a while, um, was a success, oh, unfortunate, and not related to his previous bout of coronavirus. Nobody said it was. In April 2020, Mr. Johnson spent three nights in intensive care receiving treatment for the virus. He later said it could have gone either way. Hmm, well, well. Well, that's all I'll say. During his hospitalization and subsequent recovery, Mr. Raab, the then foreign secretary, was in charge of running the government. Oh, well, I like that this person tweeted, 22 years as an NHS consultant, rhinologist, I've never operated upon somebody's, upon someone's sinuses under general anesthetic, recovered, then discharged them so they're home by 10 a.m. Amazing. Um. Yeah, it's what does this say here? I'm guessing the minor sin minor sinus procedure was probably balloon sinus sinoplasty. In the US, this is often done in the clinic slash office under local anesthetic. I'm simply in awe of the surgeon, the anest the anesthetist, and the theater recovery and war teams that were able to get our PM home by 10 a.m. I love sarcasm. I love sarcasm because they're either lying about the time. They're, they're lying about the time. They're lying about something. Anytime they, anything comes out of 10 Downing Street, they're lying. So I don't know Wagwan and the way that them, them man like to send gag orders and them things there, we wouldn't even know. But whatever he had done and for whatever reason, always, whatever reason he had it done, all I know is, that straggly bitch was in front of a camera and a microphone like the next day talking about, oh, well, um, you know, the union striking and doing all of this stuff is simply unnecessary and so unhelpful or however he phrased it. Wait, it's unnecessary. What's unnecessary is that 
It's you. You you are unnecessary. You are unnecessary. The same way that you think like wearing a condom or contraceptives are unnecessary. It's the same way that you are unnecessary. Strike action is not unnecessary. People are tired, Boris, Alexander. People are tired. They are tired. They don't tire finish. Everybody is tired. During lockdown, people were getting their hours cut. They were like, you know, they they were they were not even hours cut. Some of them were working overtime, working, working, working. And you told us to go and stand outside and clap. You know, these rail workers, all of these people were doing, the, you know, doing this, doing that. Everybody was working their asses off to get this country back on its feet. You gave you and your homies a pay rise. Other people got pay cuts, even though they were working more than they ever had in their lives to get this country back on track, because that's what you lot love to do. Give everybody this um, stiff upper lip. Oh, Second World War will make it through rhetoric. You're you're conditioning them to only know suffering. And the moment that they're like, no, actually, I don't want to suffer anymore. It's like, oh, you traitor, you traitor. What do you mean you don't want to suffer anymore? What do you mean that you want to be paid properly for the time that you give to the things that you do? What do you mean? Meanwhile, you're impregnating the girlies everywhere. You're doing what you like, giving yourself pay rises, getting stupid um, wallpapers, doing this, doing, getting nose jobs. But other people can't strike and say like, this is unfair. And it's the lack of education, the lack of information that I feel like um, the general public has. That means that whenever they see people speaking up for themselves, standing up for themselves, everybody starts, wants to like attack them. Remember what it was like with um, all of them lot, Insulate Britain, when it was like, oh, they're lying on the roads, they're ruining this, they're ruining that. And then somebody with a Range Rover wanted to run them over and people thought it was fine until now when the energy, uh, the cost of, you know, the energy has gone up. Suddenly everyone's like, rah, that man had a point. And this is the state that we're living in. It's only when the log has entered your eye in this country that people are like, oh, my God, oh, come and see my eye. Come and see my eye. But when, they were, when it was merely a splinter, you didn't want to hear word. But now it's a log that's in your eye. That's when you now realize. So please, when people are telling you at splinter stage that this is fucked, listen, before the log what enters in your blood clot eye. So don't know what Boris thinks he's up to with that. But what's also interested is that he tried to kill a story about the fact that he was trying to give um, Carrie, um, Carrie looks like a tweenie. You know, his wife, Carrie, she looks like a, she looks like a tweenie. Um, Boris Johnson suggested two plum jobs for wife, Carrie, including one with the Royals. Prime Minister Boris Johnson talked to aides about getting wife Carrie two jobs, including one with Prince William and Kate Middleton's Earthshot Prize. But the plans were vetoed by his closest aides, um, sources tell the Mirror. Interesting. Also, what's funny about this is that um, Dominic Cummings said that that's what Boris was trying to do all of them times. Like he was trying to hook Carrie up, give Carrie um, a say in things that are not of her concern. Like, just drink his come and go, baby. Just swallow that or, you know, gestate that. Make another minion. Do, do what you, but keep your mouth, keep that tweeny face out of our business. 
Uh, Boris Johnson talked to Downing Street aides about getting his wife, Carrie, to plum jobs. The prime minister is said to have raised possible new environmental roles for her in autumn 2020, either on the COP26 summit or with the royal family. It follows allegations he tried to make her his £100,000 a year chief of staff two years earlier when he was foreign secretary and she was his girlfriend. Now, sources say the PM wanted to get her a job as a green ambassador in the run up to the Global Climate Summit in Glasgow. They claim his second idea was to line her up as communications director for the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge's Earthshot Prize. Uh, The insiders suggest he wanted Cabinet Secretary Simon Case, who had previously been Prince William's private secretary, to take soundings. But the PM's closest advisers were said to have vetoed both suggestions, warning either position would could undermine his um, undermine his wife's status as a private citizen. Um, Mr. Case is not believed to have had a conversation about the Earthshot role with the uh, palace. And no formal request was made to the COP organisers. Mrs. Johnson was on maternity leave at the time from conservation charity Oceana after having her first child, Wilf. What kind of name? Sounds like Biff and Chip. There's no suggestion she knew of the PM's alleged conversations. Of course she did. She was said to have been in private talks at the time about joining the Aspinall Foundation, her current employer. Sources suggested her husband was not necessarily looking for a paid role for her, but something to keep her busy so he can fling his willy about, I imagine. Number 10 said the PM has never recommended Mrs. Johnson for a government role or one as part of the Earthshot Prize, but it did not deny the claim that he discussed the matter with Downing Street aides. Press on the issue, the Prime Minister's official spokesman said the Prime Minister has never recommended Mrs. Johnson for a government role or one as part of the Earthshot Prize. So they just repeated themselves again. Beyond that, I wouldn't get into any conversations the Prime Minister may or may not have had in private. All they do is lie for this guy. They lie for him so much. The PM's former top advisor, Dominic Cummings, has also alleged Mr. Johnson wanted to appoint his wife to a government job in late 2020. A spokesman for Mrs. Johnson said that this is an old story as untrue now as it was then. What do you mean as untrue now? Everybody just likes to lie. Everybody just likes to lie. Gosh, just hours after the Times published a claim about the foreign office job first reported in a biography by Tory donor Lord Ashcroft, the story was mysteriously pulled. The the, the PM's official spokesman pointed to earlier denials by a spokesman for Mrs. Johnson. However, three sources have told the Mirror that the PM was keen on the idea for months in 2018. Um, Yes, former Foreign foreign Office Minister Alan Duncan also mentioned in his diaries claims the then Carrie Simmons was being lined up as a special advisor. So just another day in corrupt Britain. But let me tell you something about Boris, okay? If you can withstand the smell of wet dog if you can withstand the smell of 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 corroding pennies then that is somebody that you should have clapping your cheeks that it sounds like a really wild thing for me to say because god forbid to fear kwa hey chineke never would i want to be anywhere near that man but let me tell you something that gemini son I don't even know his full birth chart, but Boris, I think he's a Gemini son. Boris is a Gemini son. If he 
is inserting his PMP into your punani, he will sort you out. Like if he is clapping those cheeks, he will make sure that you have the resources that you need. Because remember that other one um, that he was seeing, that blonde one when he was mayor of London and he was trying to hook her up with, um, you know, grants and funds and roles and this and that. Like he's a deadbeat dad, definitely. But I don't think he's a dead, he's as as of a deadbeat partner or whatever you might want to call him. Like, the the women that that put themselves through sleeping with him, I I wouldn't say them they're 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 wild on that front in terms of what it means for their career prospects. Do I think it's disgusting? Of course, I'm throwing up in my mouth right now. But what I'm saying is that one thing that you have you've got to give that man is that you know if he's ejaculating, baby. Well, ejaculating babies If he's ejaculating in you He's also spending on you um, And you know For the sugar babies out there If you can withstand Like I said The smell of wet dog And corroding pennies That might be your bag But of course He's got a specific type He likes them to be able To play the violin maybe I don't know Always Coca-Cola Um but yeah, I don't know why he thought that we needed to hear his opinion really on, um, well, of course he's the prime minister. So he would have thought that we needed to hear his imp- opinion, but I just don't like the smear campaign that a lot of the media outlets went on, um, talking about the, um, strikes. And that just goes to show you that you can't trust the media, which is why it's great that there's a podcast like mine that just says things as it is, because, they were framing it like, oh my God, how dare these people strike? Look at how they're affecting everyday people. You bitches, you stupid bitches, you pricks, you cunts. These are also everyday people. Also everyday people who are being really strangled by the, by the, all these like restrictive cuts and this and that and all these working and living conditions like everybody is struggling out here they're the ones brave enough to say that they won't stand for it because trust me should shit change the people who you swear you're stopping in the street and asking them if they hate what's going on right now they will be benefiting from it and that's the thing nobody wants to join in the struggle but when they're now chopping 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 from the struggle they don't remember they don't remember all the things that other people had to go through, the inconveniences that other people had to go to um, go through to make it possible for them. The whole point of a protest, the whole point of civil dis- disobedience, the whole point of a strike is that it's inconvenient because then you notice how much you need those people and you place some, you put some respect on their names and you put some respect on their paycheck. What the fuck? I, this is like being a human being 101. Get with a fucking program. Bloody hell. Um, construction workers were also being attacked because you know they have very high suicide rates and you know they were talking about the fact that they're you know they're wanting to kind of um, you know strike and bring attention to the fact that they don't have great conditions and they don't and I've talked about this on a podcast before I'm sure previously knowing firsthand what construction workers go through in this life makes me so angry because their, their working conditions, their health and safety conditions that they have is ridiculous. And the, the, the level of care that they receive in and around their work, there's hardly anything. And they're not usually encouraged to unionize because a lot of them who are working um, don't know about 
um, these unions They don't think that they can afford to be part of a union or, or they've come from different countries And they're just trying to keep their heads down But it's 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 wild it's wild so for newspapers to be running stories about oh my god these woke builders they just throw woke at anything to make it a pejorative term it is not wild for people to say hey i want i just want to live lord knows i just want to live they just want to live and that shouldn't be wild to people so don't trust some of these media outlets like go and look at what how they reported the strikes and that will tell you everything you need to know about them um, earlier I was going to speak about um, Rachel KK Who is a French woman Who used to be a, f- a black French woman Who used to be a, f- a chambermaid um, She led pay strike um, She was a cleaner she, she Who led a pay strike um, In France It says here A hotel housekeeper who led a strike For better pay and conditions At one of the biggest hotels in Paris Could become the first cleaner To be elected to the French parliament um, on Sunday And I think she was elected If I'm not mistaken This was 17th of June So she was elected to parliament um, As a left alliance Challenges Emmanuel Macron's centrists Rachel Kiki um, 48 Said years of gruelling work Cleaning up to 40 rooms a day At the um, Abyss, Abyss Hotel In Batignol uh, Would enable her to speak up For workers in parliament Her aim was to make visible those who are invisible, she told one rally. With dozens of her other hotel cleaners, Kiki led one of the longest hotel strikes in French history against the unpaid overtime and poor working conditions of outsourced cleaning staff. On the picket line, they also warned against the racism and sexual harassment experienced on the job, such as male hotel clients exposing their genitals to cleaners. The strikers, mostly African women, finally won their struggle last year after almost two years. Kiki said it echoed difficulties faced by other key workers, such as supermarket checkout staff or shop security guards who stand all day without being allowed to sit down. We are the ones who live in deprived areas and do key jobs. Um, We are the ones who are held in contempt and are exploited. So let us defend ourselves in Parliament. Yes. From the housing estate where she lives in the uh, southeastern suburbs of Paris, Kiki is now leading a high profile battle in this weekend's uh, French Parliament elections, which she won. She's standing for a left alliance against Macron's former uh, sports minister, Roxana Maracino, Maracino, a one time swimmer and Olympic silver medalist. Kiki topped the poll in last week's first round and could achieve the extraordinary um, extraordinary feat of knocking out the former minister. But she did. She did. This is an old um, thing. Um, but I wanted to get this up. Um, Kiki said that having experienced intimidation, including being doused uh, with water and racially insulted at the hotel picket line, politics did not scare her. It's like being a soldier who goes to war, sees everything and comes back and no longer fears anything. Well, whew. Girl, you're talking to my Mars and Pluto conjunction right there. Uh, the local battle in the Val de Marne um, echoes of France's fraught national election campaign. Um, blah, 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 blah. Val de Marne, somebody lives there that visits my website often. Um, all very interesting. Um, so obviously upon her winning, stories have come out about her. If I'm right, she won. I'm just going to double check that because sometimes I'll just be talking, innit? Um Stories have come out about her that she used to support, um, what's her name? Marie Le Pen, the right wing that she posted. Um, she, she would repost things for Marie um, on her Facebook. 
And people are like, oh, girly, that means you're right wing. And she said, you know, um, basically my views have changed. Um, well, let me see. Um, yeah, she was elected to French Parliament five days ago. She's from the Ivory Coast. Um, and she was the leader of a 22-month hotel worker strike. Um, and she won the seat. Um, yeah, they... Yeah, they they brought out these uh, reposts and they said, oh, look, she was supporting this. And I, you know what? A lot of older African women do have very conservative views and homophobic views going to go there. So I'm not surprised that she had posted or reposted something from Marie Le Le Pen or whatever. I'm not surprised that she did. But what I like is that she said, yo, ever since I started with this whole strike thing, my my eye don't shine my eye don't clear for here like her eyes she now gets it and we should allow people the space to get it when life does bass boss with people suddenly their eyes shine and they're like oh i didn't realize like life was like that she now sees in it and she can't unsee and she's now in this position i was going to have her and share your magnificence but because i'm still cautious as to how much has she truly learned that's why i put her in so you mad my last so you mad azelia banks is you know really talking really coming for Beyonce as you know Beyonce released um her sing her single from her new upcoming album Renaissance um she released um, the first single from that Break My Soul last week and it's a it's a bop it's a bop you know um I'm enjoying it 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 gives me the 90s vibes that I enjoy um very house but obviously Azealia is not impressed with this. Azealia um, seemed like she was saying that Beyonce should focus on doing jazz and co- going after Adele because she feels like Adele is taking Beyonce's crown. Like she's like, focus your attention over there and not on in this house scene. Like this is not where you're going to get your, you know, Grammy for album of the year or whatever. But you're a human. You don't know that. But what I found so problematic about what Azealia was saying was that she kept going, go and bleach some more, go and get your nose even straighter, go and get more nose surgery, go and do this. Like somebody, I, again, I have to afford space for Azealia because she, you know, has, you know, her mental uh, health things. But I do get really frustrated at the very anti-black way she insults other black women she was like Beyonce we like you white we like you white go and get go and go and get more B12 go and get more and she mentioned one name of some kind of chemical she's like go and get more of that go and just be white we like white Beyonce don't don't wear those braids I don't I don't want to see texture in your hair I want to see bone straight I want to see you know giving us Bridget Bardot go back to that don't do this don't do that like why do that why do you like why do you dislike other black women being black like what what like have your critique about oh if Beyonce is moving into a genre that you believe is yours that you will you feel like you'll be overshadowed have that conversation but to then make it about going just be whiter we prefer white Beyonce go and do that I just think it's very problematic and if somebody is close to her like somebody should speak to her because this one is getting out of hand it's not it's not cute at all it's not cute. She needs to relax, relax. And I don't know if it's advisable to say to somebody like, like her to just chill and have a glass of wine. I, I don't want to be inappropriate, but that takes me right into the segue for the next um, advert. 
um, and you know, bigging up the next of this week's or the second of this week's show sponsors who are Wine Fifty Two. Like I said, instead of you know attacking other black women online, saying wild things, why don't you just get a case of wine? For free Like how would you like that how, how would you just like To try a case of Exceptional wine For free Of course you would So that's Exactly why The good people At Wine 52 That's Wine 52 Are offering you The chance to do that Right now This is usually £32 But as a listener Of the show You'll get it for free All you need to do Is go to www wine52.com that's w-i-n-e 52.com forward slash straws and cover the postage costs of 5.95 pounds and you'll get three bottles delivered to you so basically wine 52 is a discovery club all about showcasing the very best wine from a different region each and every month this month it's the rightfully revered region of bordeaux which features a rich gorgeous bergerac from fabien castin as well as a crisp and zesty sauvignon blanc from the award-winning bordeaux families if you have a preference on a type um you know wine 52 will honor that so if you just want like a mixed um, case or you want a red only case or white only case you know they will do that for you and also in your box or in your case you'll get their magazine called glug which delves into um, each region's wine culture and you get two tasty snacks as well after your free case you'll join the monthly wine club there's no minimum commitment if it's not for you you can pause or cancel at any time so remember that's www.wine52.com forward slash straws to go and claim your free case today so go and do that and please just stay off insta stories saying how beyonce stole your genre um so yeah well that's that let's get into straw of the week aka suck your mom so um my first straw of the week goes out to the police i know that um, so many of you have sent me different straws um for this but my first straw of the week goes out to the police i saw them dragging up a schoolboy in uniform recently they mistook him for somebody else that they were allegedly searching for they always get in the wrong people like if you fail that often like pack it in pack it in um it says here the Chelsea. I don't remember if I talked about this on the show, but they're a black man. Um, Oladeji Adeyemi um, Omishore was um, well fell to his death at Chelsea Bridge uh, on the 11th of June. You know, a few weeks ago. That story really got to me. Watching a black police officer tase him continuously and I think another police officer a white guy chased him as well but just seeing that is this why you're recruiting black people to join the police force so they can come and join you to be part of the violence definitely is that's a rhetorical question but anyway they said that the reason that they did all of that was because he was holding a screwdriver and clearly he was having um an episode he was um you know he's going through it he clearly has a mental illness and to escape from being tased, he jumped into over the bridge at Chelsea Bridge and jumped into the water and he died in the hospital um, soon after that. And, you know, that's extremely sad. And it makes me even more angry because it now um, has transpired that he didn't have a screwdriver. The very reason that they said that they were doing all of the things that they were doing to him. Um, it says here, Oladeji Adeyemi Omishore, who fell to his death from Chelsea Bridge after being tased, tased by police, was not holding a screwdriver, the police investigation has admitted. 
there were widespread media reports based on a police briefing that the 41-year-old was wielding a screwdriver when he was tasered three times on the 11th of June. Now, over a week later, the Independent Office of Police for Police Conduct, the IOPC, has revealed that Omishore was only carrying a plastic and metal fire lighter um, when he was approached by two officers on Chelsea Bridge. IOPC Regional Director Sal Nassim said, Our thoughts remain with Mr. Omishore's family and all of those affected by his death. We continue to liaise with his family and to keep them updated on the progress of our independent (laughs) investigation. Our investigations continue to gather and analyse key evidence, including footage recorded at the scene and initial accounts from officers and members of the public. We would urge anyone else who may have witnessed or recorded any part of the incident, either on the bridge or after Mr. Omishore entered the river, entered the river, you know, to get in touch with us without delay. It's important we understand all the circumstances surrounding his death. The only circumstance we need to understand is that the police are wild and um, this has gone on for too long. And then the police briefing to give such an inaccurate statement, knowing that that's going to be the first thing that circulated to the public, thus influencing public opinion is also very strategized and sinister. So I just put that on the table for those who want to eat it. Um, so you could suck out, suck out the police officers who do that to him. You can suck out the person, the police officer that gave the briefing before, you know, it made it to the press. You can suck out all of you can suck your mothers for an eternity. Um, and you know, last, but definitely by no means least, um, the ruling in Roe v. Wade, uh, which, you know, made it legal to have abortions in the U S in the United States has been overturned. And it's incredibly sad. It's incredibly sad because, you know, we knew that this this was coming. The more that white people um, got um, anxious about the survival of whiteness and thus white supremacy, the likelihood was always there that they would force white people who can birth to birth, but specifically white working class people who can birth to birth because they need to have more workers. They need to have people who are conditioned and, 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 you know, tethered to the system to keep it going. Now I made a video that's, you know, doing the rounds at the moment, um, talking about this. Also, you know that I've talked about um, America's Pluto return, which is what we're saying. And remember that I said like different um, states, you know, basically signed at different times, is it? So it's going to hit different states in different ways. But this is a reckoning that America as a a country needs because everything was founded on violence, on theft, on rape, on pillage, on all of that, on genocide. And, and abuse of power ultimately. And that is what America as a whole, citizens, everybody will have to reckon with. Now, remember I said like by 2025, we're not going to recognize America. I don't even know whether that is a good or bad thing now, but we definitely, it's not going to have, America won't have the power that they, that they currently have. But the backlash of that, I think it's going to be very wild. So the same way that people are trying to leave Britain for somewhere else, I think that other people are, a lot of people are are working towards leaving America because America, regardless of the fact that America is a British colony or was a British colony, um, America has become, it's far kind of like superseded anything. Um, It's kind of gone wild with like, 
any racist imaginations that was kind of kind of um you know that that, that seeds were planted um by britain it's kind of done its own thing with that so therefore america's now become the nucleus of white supremacy and whatever happens there happens to the rest of us so while people are looking at that going oh wow that's so wild understand that like yakari put it in one of her poems like if america gets a cold the rest of us will sneeze or it might have been the other way around like we are all linked to whatever america decides to do and even if we weren't we can't stand by and watch that fuckery play out and this won't be the first or the only um law or ruling that the stacked supreme court that trump put all the effort into putting into place this won't be the only ruling that they're trying to overturn because one of the um, senators even tweeted after roe v wade was overturned he said oh well now we need to go for um this ruling and basically loving as a ruling as well which um i guess allowed like um you know uh people like black and white people non-white people to marry white people that sort of thing is wanting to overturn that wanting to overturn rulings regarding segregation wanting to overturn these things because they when they said make america great again they weren't lying that they said it with chest it was that everybody else that was like oh no that's not what they mean no 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 trump was put in place for this very reason trump was put in place to do the work that he needed to do now i need to ask you what the fuck is biden doing then What's Biden doing? And this is why I say I get so tired of this fucking rhetoric, like especially from black celebrities. If you don't know, just say that, just say that. But I'm so tired of like, oh, this is why we need to go out and vote. We need to go out and vote. This is the fuckery that you voted in though. The Democratic Party, this is the fuckery that you voted in. Just, just complacent. And then it'll be like, oh yeah, but you know, change doesn't happen overnight. It, it doesn't, it doesn't. Are you sure? Change can happen as quickly as you want the change to happen, especially if so many people want it. So it not happening, something else is at play. And this is why we can't keep going on about, oh, well, we, you know, Biden wouldn't be my first choice, but, you know, Kamala wouldn't be my first choice. But, you know, we have to vote for the lesser of two evils. Why are we voting for any evil? Why? At this, at our big, big age, as a species at our big big age as a species we are still voting for evil always go 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 we're still voting for evil nah this is wild wild behavior wild from everybody but you know it just makes me very very sad because you can't stop um you know abortions you can only stop safe abortions and thus you know ideally lead to more deaths but at the same time when we think about big pharma when we think about um, a lot of these things there have been birth workers there have been um, herbalists there have been um, people in our communities who have learned certain crafts that then the pharmaceuticals then built upon right all of this is showing us that we still need each other we still need to go back to community that is where our safe haven is that is where our safety is we have to work out who's our community though Because like I said you, you have to find your equal Find your equal Who are you vibrating on the level with Who are you on the same frequency as 
need to find them people because they're the ones that will be able to hold space for you. They're the ones that will be able to be there for you in your lowest and your darkest moments. Like they will be there because government isn't trying to be there for anybody. And so then you've got these Christians harping on about, oh, well, because abortion is wrong anyway. So da da, or, you know, not just the Christians, a lot of sects, you know, sects of um, Abrahamic religions jumping up about, oh, well, you know, abortion is wrong and this and that and this and that anyway. But you're all saying that. But when they're not feeding children, when children are getting gunned down in schools, when children are being raped, when all of these things are happening, when children don't have good education or have equal access to um, education, when all of these things are happening, you're not, your your voice, you're not using your outside voice then. You're not. You don't have the same fire in your chest then. Why? Why? Because this was never about the children. This has always been about power because if it was about children, the gun laws would have changed ages ago, years ago. The gun laws would have changed. But the fact that the gun laws haven't changed tells you that they don't give a fuck about you, the, the children, you, you giving birth to these children. They're just using their waspy ways to push through fuckery. And that, that is sad. And then you've got people, black women, one unfortunate one that she she is a black woman and she's got like I restricted her anyway and I love restricting people if they send me anything that I didn't ask for I restrict immediately whether funny or not I just restrict immediately but anyway she was commenting on under my video my most recent video about the Roe v Wade thing on Instagram and she was like oh well actually um Planned Parenthood used to be called something like the Negro Project or something and so they wanted you know black children to be aborted so the fact that you know abortions now being outlawed it works for black people and it's like the way some of you convolute things in your mind is actually scary to witness because while and and I believe that multiple things can be true at once but I also need you to apply sense when you're talking about it and it's people like you that are now be given I want interracial relationships you'll be given given everybody a bad name because look at the fuck you're writing but um no honestly it's it's just extremely it's extremely wild because at every point yeah they are trying to stop black people having children but by you thinking that Oh, the overturning of Roe v. Wade means, oh yeah, more black people will now be having children. No, 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 no. It just means that there's more black children to be incarcerated or more black people to be incarcerated, more black people to provide as um, a low paid workforce, more black people to be gunned down by police. The, 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 that won't change. That part won't change, baby, because they are killing black people at an exponential rate, at a disproportionate, severely disproportional rate. So that's not going to change. They, they're going to ramp that up. Don't ever get it twisted. When they're talking about, oh, war against drugs and being tougher on crime, they're just going to be tougher on the black children that managed to survive. The black people that managed to survive, they're just going to be tougher on them just because, and, you know, they'll tolerate that so they can have more white children, more white, specifically more white working class children. So, don't think that you've got something there because you haven't. And at the same time, these, these black people still need to birth the children, right? Meanwhile, black women are how many times more likely or to die during childbirth in comparison to white women? How many? Because you don't know maths, but you're just opening your mouth and just letting carbon dioxide or whatever the fuck just fly out. You just don't know what you're talking about. Just type in like a fucking typer. Shut up. Shut up. 
Anyway, I thought at this point it would be great to play somebody, a white woman who does know what she's talking about. Um, you know, not just, well, no, first, let me just go to the fact that I said, you know, when I made that video, I, I said this exact thing that I've said now. And you've got people like that coming into my comments, trying to argue with me. Literally the next day, you've got this um, Congress, is she a Congresswoman? Who's then bigging up Trump? Let me see if I can bring it up. Cong- uh, hold on. Trump, on behalf of all the mag, President Trump, on behalf of all the MAGA patriots in America, I want to thank you for the historic victory for white life in the Supreme Court yesterday. It's Trump standing right behind her as she says this. She wants to thank Trump for the, um, you know, for saving white life. That is it. For saving white life. And this isn't the first time. She's a lawyer, isn't she? No, yeah, this one's a lawyer. What's she? No, sorry, um, freshman lawmaker. Uh, yeah, Rep Mary Miller. That's her name. Mary Miller. Um, and she's referenced um, Adolf Hitler before. This was in 2021. 1st of August, 2021. She referenced Adolf Hitler in one of her speeches. Like, um. It's very clear where she what where her values lie. She then came out after you know people were cussing her about the Adolf Hitler comment, and the Democrats wanted her removed. She said, "I sincerely apologize for any harm my words caused, and she, that she regrets using a reference to one of the most evil dictators in history." Um, so that was what she said last year, but then literally a few days ago, she's thanking. Trump for preserving white life So Let's see what Jane Elliott has to say anyway, Shah White people are really frightened If you don't understand The destruction of Planned Parenthood uh, Offices And you don't understand the wall That we're going to build on the southern border of the United States You haven't read the book The Birth Dearth by Ben Wattenberg Ben Wattenberg was a brilliant Jewish man who was a member of the American Enterprise Institute. And he wrote a book, the first paragraph of which says, the main problem confronting the United States today is there aren't enough white babies being born in this country. He was an advisor to presidents of the United States. He wrote the book in 1987. He says there are, if we don't change this and change it rapidly, white people will lose their numerical majority in this country and this will no longer be a white man's land. Now, I'm not misrepresenting this. I'm telling you exactly, almost exactly what he says. He says there are three things we can do to solve this. Number one, we could pay women to have babies as they have been doing in Western European nations for years. Then he says, and these are his words, not mine. Unfortunately, we would have to pay women of all colors to have babies, so we don't want to do that. He says the second thing we could do is increase the number of legal immigrants that are allowed into this country every year. Then once again, he says, unfortunately, the vast majority of those wanting to come to this country today are people of color. So we don't want to do that. The third thing he says, and white men, women had better pay attention to this. 60% of the fetuses that are aborted every year are white. If we could keep that 60% alive, that would solve our birth dearth. Does that sound like racism to you? So why aren't, why don't you want to have the white babies? Why don't you want to have the white babies, but you keep going and voting for fuckery? When you get into that voting booth, what the fuck happens to you lot's heads? I don't get it. 
because the same Trump that's now um, that you that this one um, Mary was p- praising is the same one that a lot of you lot went to go and vote for, and then he stacked the Supreme Court in the way that he did, knowing that fuckery would would ensue for as long as possible. Same thing with over here with the Tories. You swear up and down that you're listening and learning. Then you enter into that voting booth and you just act like a wayward, wayward, useless individual. White women, what's not clicking? What is not clicking? Why? Like, it seems like a case of cognitive dissonance because the babies are being aborted, right? Because there's something that you fear about or you don't want to bring into the world, fine, whatever. Everyone has their choice. It might not even be a fear thing, but you definitely are exercising your choice to be like, I don't want to have a baby right now. Cool. Fine. So then why do you want to make life hard for the people who do by voting in the way that you're voting? Why? It just doesn't make sense to me that constantly you will choose White supremacy over everything else. You will choose white supremacy over your own well-being. Well, I get it because that's how deeply entrenched white supremacy is. But honestly, fuck the uh, the US Supreme Court. Fuck them all. Like, fuck Biden for just being useless. Fuck, fuck everybody. Fuck everybody for, for all those people in power who allowed for this to get to this point. Fuck you all. Suck your mother. In fact, I just even want to leave your mothers out of it for this specific one. But then I don't because look at, look at, look at what they gave us. Look. It's a mess. You all, you have to have the children, but you don't want to, you don't want to look after the children. You don't want to do any of that. So why, why are you so insistent upon that? Like Jane refers to the book as being brilliant, but I think she's referring to the book being brilliant in terms of the insight that it gives and that it lets you know that this is what we are up against. And that kind of knowledge from Jane trickles um, over to all, you know, I don't want to say necessarily trickles down, but I guess so. It's over to people like me and I'm trying to bring it to you. This is what we're up against. And if you think it's just America's problem, you're sorely mistaken. It's all of our problem. Because them gal in in Poland, they're going through it too. Ireland, British occupied Ireland, them gal are going through it too. And I'm using gal loosely here, you know, people who birth, yeah, or have the ability to. But people are going through it and it's only going to get worse if more people don't speak up. And so while you're up and down bullying people who are, ta- who are striking, you know, who are taking strike action and all of those things there, you're forgetting that, they are, they are going in the right direction. I talked in the tarot earlier about, oh, there's no such thing as being left behind. There is in this case. So we don't want to carry last in this situation. Please, we do not want to carry last in this fucking situation because we're going to look, we're not, we're just not even going to be here. I was going to say we're going to look wild. We won't even be here to be able to look wild. So it needs to be sorted the fuck out because I wouldn't be surprised if like Trump can't, gets reelected. Because the way that things are going, everybody's all over the place. I wouldn't be surprised. And it's those little pockets where you're not paying attention that things are festering and then they become mold that you can't get rid of. I don't even know if, am I using rhetoric from somewhere else that I shouldn't be using? But I'm talking about, I'm talking about Trump and his people then. That's what I'm talking about. Sometimes things just, I just absorb things and I just need to check. But 
No, like this is what we're seeing. And we need to be very, very careful that we're not just going, oh, those just, it's just those people saying right wing things over there. It's not a big deal. No, no, sure. It's fine. Because look at what he was able to do. That orange cunt. Look at what he was able to do. And it wasn't even him. It was being done through him. But look what they could achieve and think about what else is going to happen. Honestly, give up lesser of two evils um, rhetoric today. Give it up today, this moment. Let it be done. That's it for this week. I feel like I've talked enough. Like it's just been very, very long. Um, And especially if you consider that I had to record the first like 40 something minutes again. But, you know, we move and every week I learn that I definitely need an assistant to be here when I'm doing these recordings. But I don't have time for that right now. I'll just persevere. But thank you for listening. I've been Kalechi Okafor and this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right. Suck your mum. You can follow me on at Kalechi Okafor at Say Your Mind pod. Um, Send your letters to SYM at KalechiOkafor.com. You can join me on Patreon.com forward slash Kalechi Okafor. And I'll put the link if you want to support the crowdfund uh, for the Children's Home in Nigeria, as well as the link for you to get your tickets to the live show because you're part of the Straw Flingers now. Oh, baby oh no is that tim westwood fucking hell yuck he wasn't the first one to say baby anyway that scarecrow that nasty nasty anyway i will be going now catch you on the flip side peace it's the ben's punani woman this baby boys baby girls you need to hear this Help you sit down sit down receive this realness make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are gonna sip it hard time scrolling for your long shorts you might learn something you never know let you find and she's one of a kind don't say you mind say you mind